Selections from the Dolorous Passion of Our Lord Jesus Christ From the Visions of Blessed Anne Catherine Emmerich Continuing Chapter 2 Judas and His Band Judas began to make his arrangements with those who were to accompany him. He wished to enter the garden before them and embrace and salute Jesus as if he were returning to him as his friend and disciple, and then for the soldiers to run forward and seize the person of Jesus. He was anxious that it should be thought they had come there by chance, that so, when they had made their appearance, he might run away like the other disciples and be no more heard of. He likewise thought that perhaps a tumult would ensue, that the apostles might defend themselves, and Jesus passed through the midst of his enemies, as he had so often done before. He dwelt upon these thoughts especially, when his pride was hurt by the disdainful manner of the Jews in his regard. But he did not repent, for he had wholly given himself up to Satan. It was his desire also that the soldiers following him should not carry chains and cords, and his accomplices pretended to accede to all his wishes, although in reality they acted with him as with a traitor who was not to be trusted, but to be cast off as soon as he had done what was wanted. The soldiers received orders to keep close to Judas, watch him carefully, and not let him escape until Jesus was seized for he had received his reward, and it was feared that he might run off with the money, and Jesus not be taken after all, or another be taken in his place. The band of men chosen to accompany Judas was composed of twenty soldiers, selected from the temple guard and from others of the military who were under the orders of Annas and Caiaphas. They were dressed very much like the Roman soldiers and wore hanging straps round their thighs, but their beards were long, whereas the Roman soldiers at Jerusalem had whiskers only, and shaved their chins and upper lips. They all had swords, some of them being also armed with spears, and they carried sticks with lanterns and torches, but when they set off, they only lighted one. It had at first been intended that Judas should be accompanied by a more numerous escort, but he drew their attention to the fact that so large a number of men would be too easily seen because Mount Olivet commanded a view of the whole valley. Most of the soldiers remained, therefore, at Ophel, and sentinels were stationed on all sides to put down any attempt which might be made to release Jesus. Judas set off with the twenty soldiers, but he was followed at some distance by four archers who were only common bailiffs, carrying cords and chains, and after them came the six agents with whom Judas had been in communication for some time. One of these was a priest and a confidant of Annas. A second was devoted to Caiaphas. The third and fourth were Pharisees, and the other two, Sadduceans and Herodians. These six men were courtiers of Annas and Caiaphas, acting in the capacity of spies, and most bitter enemies of Jesus. The soldiers remained on friendly terms with Judas until they reached the spot where the road divides the Garden of Olives from the Garden of Gethsemane. But there they refused to allow him to advance alone and entirely changed their manner 
treating him with much insolence and harshness. Chapter 3 Jesus is Arrested Jesus was standing with his three apostles on the road between Gethsemane and the Garden of Olives when Judas and the band who accompanied him made their appearance. A warm dispute arose between Judas and the soldiers because he wished to approach first and speak to Jesus quietly as if nothing was the matter and then for them to come up and seize our Savior, thus letting him suppose that he had no connection with the affair. But the men answered rudely, Not so, friend. Thou shalt not escape from our hands until we have the Galileans safely bound. And seeing the eight apostles who hastened to rejoin Jesus when they heard the dispute which was going on, they, notwithstanding the opposition of Judas, called up the four archers, whom they had left at a little distance, to assist. When by the light of the moon... Jesus and the three apostles first saw the band of armed men. Peter wished to repel them by force of arms, and said, Lord, the other eight are close at hand. Let us attack the archers. But Jesus bade him hold his peace, and then turned and walked back a few steps. At this moment, four disciples came out of the garden and asked what was taking place. Judas was about to reply, but the soldiers interrupted and would not let him speak. These four disciples were James the Less, Philip, Thomas, and Nathaniel. The other disciples were wandering to and fro on the lookout and ready to fly at a moment's notice. Jesus walked up to the soldiers and said in a firm and clear voice, Whom seek ye? The leaders answered, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I am he. Scarcely had he pronounced these words than they all fell to the ground, as if struck with apoplexy. Judas, who stood by them, was much alarmed, and as he appeared desirous of approaching, Jesus held out his hand and said, Friend, whereto art thou come? Judas stammered forth something about business which had brought him. Jesus answered in few words, the sense of which was, it were better for thee that thou hadst never been born. However, I cannot remember the words exactly. In the meantime, the soldiers had risen and again approached Jesus, but they waited for the sign of the kiss with which Judas had promised to salute his master that they might recognize him. Peter and the other disciples surrounded Judas and reviled him in unmeasured terms, calling him thief and traitor. He tried to mollify their wrath by all kinds of lies, but his efforts were vain, for the soldiers came up and offered to defend him, which manifested the truth at once. Jesus again asked, Whom seek ye? They replied, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus made answer, I have told you that I am he. If therefore you seek me, let these go their way. At these words, the soldiers fell for the second time to the ground, in convulsions similar to those of epilepsy, and the apostles again surrounded Judas and expressed their indignation at his shameful treachery. Jesus said to the soldiers, Arise! And they arose, but at first quite speechless from terror. 
They then told Judas to give them the signal agreed upon instantly, as their orders were to seize upon no one but him who Judas kissed. Judas therefore approached Jesus and gave him a kiss, saying, Hail, Rabbi. Jesus replied, What, Judas, dost thou betray the Son of Man with a kiss? The soldiers immediately surrounded Jesus, and the archers laid hands upon him. Judas wished to fly, but the apostles would not allow it. They rushed at the soldiers and cried out, Master, shall we strike with the sword? Peter, who was more impetuous than the rest, seized the sword and struck Malchus, the servant of the high priest, who wished to drive away the apostles, and cut off his right ear. Malchus fell to the ground, and a great tumult ensued. The archers had seized upon Jesus, wishing to bind him, while Malchus and the rest of the soldiers stood around. When Peter struck the former, the rest were occupied in repulsing those among the disciples who approached too near, and in pursuing those who ran away. Four disciples made their appearance in the distance, and looked fearfully at the scene before them. But the soldiers were still too much alarmed at their late fall to trouble themselves much about them. And besides, they did not wish to leave our Savior without a certain number of men to guard him. Judas fled as soon as he had given the traitorous kiss, but was met by some of the disciples who overwhelmed him with reproaches. Six Pharisees, however, came to his rescue, and he escaped, whilst the archers were busily occupied in pinioning Jesus. When Peter struck Malchus, Jesus said to him, Put up again thy sword into its place, for all that take the sword shall perish with the sword. Thinkest thou that I cannot ask my father, and he will give me presently more than twelve legions of angels? How then shall the scriptures be fulfilled, that so it must be done? Then he said, Let me cure this man. And approaching Malchus, he touched his ear, prayed, and it was healed. The soldiers who were standing near, as well as the archers and the six Pharisees, far from being moved by this miracle, continued to insult our Lord, and said to the bystanders, It is a trick of the devil. The powers of witchcraft made the ear appear to be cut off, and now the same power gives it the appearance of being healed. Then Jesus again addressed them, you are come out, as it were, to a robber with swords and clubs to apprehend me. I sat daily with you, teaching in the temple, and you did not lay hands upon me. But this is your hour and the power of darkness. The Pharisees ordered him to be bound still more strongly and made answer in a contemptuous tone, Ah, thou couldst not overthrow us by thy witchcraft. Jesus replied, but I do not remember his words, and all the disciples fled. The four archers and the six Pharisees did not fall to the ground at the words of Jesus, because, as it was afterwards revealed to me, they, as well as Judas, who likewise did not fall, were entirely in the power of Satan, whereas all those who fell and rose again were afterwards converted and became Christians. They had only surrounded Jesus, and not laying hands upon him. Malchus was instantly converted by the cure wrought upon him, and during the time of the Passion, 
His employment was to carry messages back and forth to Mary and the other friends of our Lord. This has been taken from The Dolorous Passion of Our Lord Jesus Christ from the Visions of Blessed Anne Catherine Emmerich published by Ten Books. For more information, call 1-800-437-5876 or find them on the web at www.tanbooks.com. This work is in the public domain. This has been Christian Classics with Teresa Hofer. Listen every Monday through Friday at this time as Teresa continues her great readings and selections from classic Christian literature right here on the Ave Maria Radio Network. News and talk for Catholic and other Christians. <laughs> 